1: Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. De Bruyne, one oh, City, and Pogba leaves for McTominay, and for Kane, oh what a finish, and Chibu Pukki, Salah to settle it, and Rupert Neves. Chelsea, and that could be the goal that seals the titles for Liverpool at long last.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, it's me, Jody McInnes.
0: It's game week 36, and you know what that means. It's another brand new episode of A Tad Predictable. It's crunch time in the Premier League. It is crunch time when it comes to bank it or burn it. The season is coming... To an end very, very soon, and we need to get everything kind of in order. Who's going to be the champion of Bankett or Burnett? We've already seen who the champion is for the Premier League. Congratulations to Manchester City, they are now officially Premier League champions 2020 2021. Thoroughly deserved. I don't think that anyone can complain about them being champions because they've just been head and shoulders above the rest of the league this season. Still a couple of things to sort out because we've got um, that top four race that's still heating up and and whether or not, you know, who, well, who effectively makes that top four. I think Man United are safe in, in second place. They've second, secured second place. But in that top four race, from third to fourth, it's still up for grabs and there are a couple of teams that are still trying to get in there. And then obviously, at the bottom of the table unfortunately we've also had three teams that have gone down now um Sheffield United West Brom and Fulham so you know there's only a couple of things left to sort out as I mentioned and one of those things is Banker or Burnett and I'm joined by one of the co-leaders of Bankit or Burnett this week Jody McInnes Jody welcome to the show are, are you ready for this end of season battle that that might happen if you guys can't break the tie here
2: <laughs> thanks for having me back um yeah i i i think you know what with bank and or burn it there needs to be a winner so i'm ready for um to defend to defend my title there
0: <laughs> yeah i hope, hope you know for your sake and for alex's sake and in anyone else that does challenge i don't know if we have enough episodes left to get any other challenges to it. All those that tried and didn't get there, you know, time's up pretty much because, because you guys are so close and you're neck and neck. Um, and there's so few games left. So, so few game weeks, we're going to have to have a tiebreaker. Basically, if you don't do it this week, We're going to have to try and find a tiebreaker for the last game week of the season. Obviously, there's a game week in between this one and the last one of the season. We might do a TADS top five or something like that there just to cool things down before we go for that final battle. As I said, if you aren't able to break it today, um, Alex obviously had a chance about two weeks ago. She couldn't better her 18 out of 25 now you've got a chance now it's only fair that you get a chance as well to try and break that 18 out of 25 tiebreaker we'll see how you get on here tell me are, are you you know is is the fact that you have to you know there's so much pressure on this Bank It or burn it segment has that thrown some of your scores you know into whack in terms of predicting some of the scores for this game week and and you just focused on bank it or burn it or is it focusing on everything you know we've seen with the likes of man city they've shown this season bar for the fa cup they can focus on all tournaments is that the same thing with you
2: um Look, Guy Drinkle was on here saying he was Conor McGregor, um, and if that's the case, you know what? I'm Amanda Nunes, so I think I've got what it oh. takes to, to push it through. So <laughs> um, I'm gonna. It's, there's shouts coming out right now. Um, I'm all in it for Banker or Burnet. Look, let's take this home. Um, you know, Spurs have been doing terribly all season. So if anything can you know can go well this season for me, it's Banker it or Burnet. So I just think, bring it on. Let's let's do this. <laughs>
0: Well, you heard it here first. We, we, you know, the gauntlet has been laid down. The challenge has been set. We'll see how you get on later on. But we've got a whole host of fixtures before we even get to the Bank of Burnet segment. And then a couple of fixtures afterwards as well. Obviously, in this game week, there are only eight games. I mean, the, the game week we're coming off of is a, was a busy one. We had so many ga I think it was fifteen or something like that in total um at time of recording, you know, just to peel the you know the 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 behind the scenes here everton and Aston Villa are currently playing it's currently nil nil uh forty two minutes into the game um that might affect you know how we see some of the games that we're going to be predicting later on. But we will start off with Newcastle United. They're going to be the first ones to welcome the official Premier League champions for this season. I'm pretty sure there'll be a guard of Honour this time around. Uh, There usually is once the champions have been decided. Is this just going to be a victory tour for Man City or can Newcastle put a spanner in the works?
2: Um, I think this could be a pretty interesting match to start the weekend, given the way Newcastle have been playing lately. Um, they've been performing really well, having lost only to Arsenal in their last five matches. Um, and that match against Leicester was really awesome to watch. Um, Willock's been getting the goals in lately, so I'll be really keen to see what happens um, with him in this one as well. Um, but yeah, Man City are just on another level, aren't they? Um To be honest, I don't think they'll really care what happens in this match now they've officially won the league and you know they might just use this as an opportunity to take a break and rest some of the players in the lead up to the Champions League final. Um, I think Newcastle will be happy to climb up a few places on the table if they can secure a win, Um, but it's always hard to know what Pep's going to do with the team. I think Newcastle will be looking to show up to City with um city possibly taking a back seat um so i think this could actually be a draw and i'm going to call one all
0: a one all draw as you said obviously city will be coming into this one as the champions um and you predicting that newcastle will try and spoil the party a little bit here um it should be an interesting game as you say newcastle have been in good form only one loss in their last five games. And they've been able to pull things out. It may not be the prettiest, but somehow they get those goals. As you said, Willock, the one game he doesn't play when when he can't play against Arsenal, that's when they suffer. But he surely will be back in contention for them. Um, For City, I actually think that this could be, uh, although they're celebrating and maybe they can take their foot off the gas in terms of the Premier League, this city squad, and and it's probably testament to how well they've done this season. This is a stacked squad. This mm-hmm. is a squad that is massive in terms of just depth and quality. And there are a couple of French players here that are probably looking at some of these final. You know, they're looking at the Champions League final. They're thinking, I-, I could sneak into the starting lineup for this one, if they can perform against a Newcastle. Their next game after that is Brighton away. Then they've got man, uh, they've got Everton at home. All these games just before the Champions League final. This could be enough. To sway Pep to put them into the starting lineup. So I'm, mm. I'm expecting uh, a strong City performance in this one, regardless of who they play, just because they're playing for places in that prestigious Champions League final, the first time Man City could possibly, could potentially win a Champions League final. We've known, you know, since the takeover at Man City, that's kind of been the big prize that they want to get. So it's going to be a massive occasion for them. I'm thinking players want to be a part of that. I want to, if I'm a player, I want to be in that starting lineup and say, you know, potentially if if they go and win it that I was in the starting lineup of the team that brought it home from Man City. Um and that's no disrespect to Chelsea. We've seen what they've they've done uh in recent weeks, but I'm going to go with a 2-0 Man City win. I I think the players are going to be hungry to try and get into that Champions League team and that's going to be the motivation for them. Mm-hmm. But speaking of motivation, I'm I'm seeing a lead side here that are coming up in the next fixture. That's a team that needs no motivation, Jody. They <laughs> travel to Burnley. How do you see them tackling this Burnley side that has been kind of up and down of late, obviously getting a, a win last time around, but those three losses in their last five games I'm looking at against a very dogged uh, Leeds United team, what's going to happen in this one?
2: Yeah, I think this this could actually be a fun match, I think. Um, It's always really enjoyable watching Leeds play, apart from when they smashed us last weekend. (laughs) Um, They're such a tactically amazing team and I think they play really amazing football. Um, Burnley have also had some impressive wins, apart from sort of those recent ones you mentioned. Um, They had some really good wins against Wolves and Fulham. I don't see them being able to show up as aggressively as Leeds in this match. Um, Leeds beat them when they played at Elan Road in December and they've just been playing, um, proving to be like a massive weapon lately with the way that they've been playing. Rafinha's back on top form as well as my boy, Paddy B. Um, (laughs) Like I said, I think this will be a fun match, but I'm going to call a Leeds win and I'll say 2-1 to Leeds. 2-1
0: to Leeds. And, you know, it, it, If Leeds can finish as high as they can, I, I said, I mentioned this a couple of weeks back. Weeks back, and I'm going to mention it again. If they can finish a couple of league positions higher up the table, Bielsa is going to be going into those contract negotiations in a very, very strong position to say, "Look, we've come up to the Premier League and we've looked the part." And mm-hmm. you know, from the from day one, that first game against Liverpool, they came in there, they took it to Liverpool, they took some of the shots that Liverpool put at them, and they looked the part. I was very scared as a Liverpool fan in that opening game, thinking, oh, we could be losing our first game in, in a good <laughs> while, and, you know, obviously in hindsight, we ended up losing quite a, a lot of games this season, but at that time, this was still the juggernaut that was Liverpool of last season, and Leeds held their own. Um, And I think as is testament to how they've played every single 90 minutes this season, I think that they're going to end the season strong. They're not going to stop working. Um, I'm looking at some of the sides like Burnley where I'm wondering, do they think, oh, we've had a really disappointing season this year, but at least we're safe. We're safe. We've got Mm -hmm. another year in the Premier League. Maybe we can just relax a little bit. The players might down tools a little bit. Hopefully, you know, as professional players, you're hoping that they don't. Uh, take that mentality and their attack games and and you know put all the effort in but you have to wonder if psychologically if if maybe they might not have as much in this game as as a lead side that we've seen go into every single game full-blooded um i'm gonna mirror you i'm gonna i'm gonna match your 2-1 lead score. i think that's a that's a good shout obviously rafinha's back as well he came in got an assist straight away so it's not like he missed a beat now he's gonna probably be starting this one I'm I'm excited for this game Mm. we move on to Southampton versus Fulham obviously it's once again and maybe it's a little theme here in the pocket of games that we have but it's another uh, set of teams who probably feel this has been a disappointing season for the both of them. I'm looking at that Fulham squad and I'm thinking, this is a squad that should not be going down. Mm -hmm. And then I'm looking at Southampton, who, as you will well know, as me, as a Liverpool fan would have known, all of us were at one point in time, this season, irrespective of how long it was at one point in time, we were all top of the league. We were (laughs) all We all had it in our hands to go and take this title. Um, And, all of our seasons have kind of crumbled since we went top. Um So yeah. yeah, Southampton, how did they come into this game? As I said, not necessarily in the greatest form of, although they did get a win last time around against a Fulham side that probably feel very, very disheartened going into this one, officially mm. being, you know, relegated from the Premier League.
2: Yeah. Poor Southampton haven't been having a f- very fun time lately. Um, They were able to draw against Leicester and got really lucky against Palace on Tuesday night, but then they got hammered by Liverpool last weekend. Um, I think they have a pretty good track record against Fulham, although these guys drew when they played each other back in December. ingsy has been struggling quite a bit with injury this season, um, but he is back now and had an awesome match against Palace on Tuesday. Fulham, like you say, are absolutely struggling, though. Um, Other than their draw against Arsenal, they've been having an absolute mare this season. Um, And now, yeah, like you say, dropping back down to the championship. I think this match will be all about the players uh, maybe trying to showcase their skills, um, if anything. Um, I think this one will go to Southampton, though, and I'm going to say 2-0 to Southampton. I think they're just going to be too strong for Fulham. So 2-0 to me.
0: For Southampton there. And I like the point that you've raised there in terms of the players showcasing themselves. As we say, it's getting to that crunch time of the season, end of the season. This could be the last chance for some of these players to just get in the shop window to say, yeah. Hey, Premier League clubs, either the clubs that are staying up or even the clubs that are coming up, um, saying, Look, I'm I'm a Premier League quality player. We may be going down, but maybe you might want to come and get me and we've yeah. seen in terms of you know just the business side of things a lot of these clubs would have contracts that you know work into them special fees for players if the you know if the club gets relegated where they 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 can go to some of the clubs we've seen with Shakiri for example when Stoke got relegated that he had sort of like i think it was 12 um, 12.5 million release clause for a player that was probably valued somewhere in the 20s so hmm. maybe some of these players could see themselves coming back to the Premier League a lot sooner than we think. Um, so it will be interesting yeah. for that reason, and because the weight has finally been taken off the shoulders for these Fulham players, I think they're going to play with freedom in this one. I think they're going to sneak a one-nil. I th- I think they're going to sneak a one-nil and showcase. Hey guys, please come <laughs> and get me, basically type of situation. Um, and. It should be a fun game. I I think that could be a really interesting game. Probably end to end type of game. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I'm also looking forward to Brighton versus West Ham. Pers from a personal perspective, these are two of the teams that I've quite enjoyed watching this season. You know, if you if you say at the beginning of the seasons, which teams do you think uh, you're gonna enjoy watching this season? West Ham were not one of the teams that I was going to put up there, if I'm being honest. Brighton, maybe, because we saw glimpses of it last season. But West Ham, definitely not. I've thoroughly enjoyed how impressive West Ham have been this season. They brought in Lingard and it just added a little bit more sauce into the team (laughs) as well. Um, How how do you see this game going? I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one.
2: Yeah, Um, Brighton were really lucky with their win against Leeds a couple of weeks ago, but I think they're going to struggle with this match as they're down some of their key players. Um, I think Molpe and Dunk are out, um, which will most likely have an effect on the way this game pans out, I think. Um, West Ham have well and truly lost out on top four, I think, but still have a chance of securing a Europa League position. Um, I just think they just can't afford to lose any more points after losing out to Everton last weekend. Um, Declan and Rice should be back. And as you say, Lingard might be due a goal. um, So that could be one to watch out for, I think. Um, They don't have a very good track record against Brighton, but I think with the amount of key players that Brighton are down and um, with West Ham fighting to keep their position on the table, I'm going to call a West Ham win and I'm going to say 2-1 to West Ham.
0: 2-1 to West Ham. Um, I had similar thoughts in in terms of a West Ham win. I'm going to go with a 2-0 West Ham win. Purely because I, you know, that Mope injury, I was enjoying the offensive connection that him and uh, Welbeck were kind of forming there, and I think he's going to be a big miss from them for them on an mm. attacking uh, standpoint. So I'm, I'm going to go with the two 0 in that one. I mm-hmm. think Brighton will struggle to score in this one, and as you say, West Ham, they still got a lot to play for. Possibly top four is out the window for them. I think just the amount of team they 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 would need you know, just a miracle in it from my perspective in terms of how many teams to mess up and goal differences and stuff like I mean, they're on ten goals in terms of goal difference, a uh, positive positive hmm. ten goal difference, whereas Leicester have twenty one, Chelsea have twenty two, Liverpool have eighteen, um it it's not looking likely for them in in my opinion. So yeah, focus on getting securing that Europa League spot I think would be really good for them. I'm looking at, you know, that some of the teams below them. You've got Everton, Arsenal, Tottenham, Liverpool, or chasing them there. I, th- I think they could try and do something here. Obviously, Liverpool play later today, so we'll know more about that. And and you, as the listeners, will, ha- will have a great idea of of where the league currently stands after that game because you know this will be released after that game, but for this game, I think it's gonna be 2-0 West Ham. They keep the charge going, they keep the hope going for the European spots and we see how they fare for the end of the season. Um we mentioned that there is currently a game going on as we record this and that game is Aston Villa versus Everton. Well, it's half time, it's nil-no in that game, but our next fixture on you know on our schedule here and it will be the last game that is key for Bank it or Burn it. it's Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Now, Crystal Palace, once again, getting to those magical 40 points, Roy Hodgson, somehow, no matter what happens, no matter the injury crisis or anything, he just manages to get the 40 points on the board <laughs> every single time. And he's done it again this season. I mean, beginning of the season, I was looking at all the injuries Crystal Palace had, and I thought these guys are going to struggle. They're, they're, they're going to be in trouble um, but in any case, they've they've reached safety. They come up against an Aston Villa side, probably one of the sides, you know, and, and we've mentioned a couple of them. We've mentioned Leeds, for example, who are just trying to finish as, as high up the table as they can. And you never know. So, you know, that extra couple of million in finishing ninth instead of 11th or, or whatever, that could, that could be yeah. massive in the transfer window. It could be massive yeah. for a club. Um, and as I say this, I can see Jack Grealish warming up at halftime oh. for Aston Villa. I mean, he's been, he's been okay. threatening to come into games, Jody, for the best part yep. of almost two <laughs> months now. It's almost like for those American fans out there, it, you know, who watch American football, I mean, who watch NBA basketball. It's like LeBron James, who's been saying every single game for the last week that, Oh yeah, I'm coming back in this one. I'm coming back in this one. And, you know day of the game somehow he's not playing jack grealish could be coming on at half time against everton or at least at some point in time in that game does that impact now how you see this crystal palace aston villa game going
2: um yeah well things haven't been going too well for crystal palace this season um which has made even it just made even worse for them against southampton on tuesday um, ben Tech has been struggling, I think, and we really haven't seen anything come from Zaha since the beginning of the season. I think one of the biggest questions of the podcast, like you say, over the past few months has been, is Jack is Jack Grealish playing this weekend and what effect that will have um, on Aston Villa's performance? So um, he is such a massive threat for them. So I think if he's going to be playing tonight, it looks like he'll be stepping up again this weekend. Um, Watkins has stepped up massively in his absence, but they've really struggled without him. Um They've only had one win in the last five matches and that was against Everton. Villa beat Palace 3-0 on Boxing Day, I think, but I think Palace could be on a revenge hunt after their loss to Southampton. I think this could be a super fun match to watch, but I think Villa will take it home. Um, I think with Grealish back I'm going to call a 2-0 win to Aston Villa Um, hopefully Ollie Watkins steps up again and that will boost my fantasy team ahead even further
0: (laughs) he has been one of the fantasy darlings this season I've I've enjoyed watching Ollie Watkins um, and and as you say if if Grealish is going to be in this game as well that that's a game changer I'm going to go for a 1-0 Aston Villa win Um, I still think Crystal Palace Roy Hodgson they're going to be able to keep it tight it's at Selhurst Park as well. Um, it's, it's it's a favourable g- ground for Crystal Palace, obviously being their home ground. I think they're going to make it a tough game, but I mean, just the boost of Jack Grealish being in a starting lineup potentially mm. for this Aston Villa side, I think will be they they will have just enough creativity and quality to see this one over the line. And I'm um, speaking of quality. We've got two people that have shown the quality in terms of Bank it or Burn it with 18 out of 25. Jody, you are one of those people. Alex Leticia is the other one. It's time for Bank It or Burn it. Are you ready?
2: I am ready.
0: <laughs> awesome stuff. For those of you that are keeping score at home, Last week, we didn't have a Bank it or Burn It segment. As I mentioned, there was over 15 games or something ridiculous last week. We did not have time to go into a Bank it or Burn It. What we did was we had a lovely collab episode where we had all of the guests that you guys are familiar with just coming onto the show, giving us their predictions. And, and, and we had a good time then. But we brought it back this week, which means, Jody, last week, we didn't get to reveal what executive producer Guy Drinkle's score was for Bank It or Burner two weeks ago, and I can do that right now. Now, Guy, as you mentioned, has been this has <laughs> given himself the nickname of Connor McGregor. <laughs> and in typical Connor McGregor style, he was loud, he was boisterous, he had the chats, he, he had the promo skills. He came into the week. I mean I was very impressed with some of the the games in in terms of what scores he got in some of those games. I'm looking here, and one of them he actually got five out of five in his predictions for one of the games. And and I'm um, you know, but the first game was Southampton Leicester, and he got one out of five. And stuff like <laughs> that just doesn't help you in Bank It or Burn It. And no. unfortunately for Guy. He ended up with sixteen out of twenty-five. I think that's back to back um appearances for guy where he gets sixteen out of twenty-five. So he can't get over that hump. And he's officially now out of the running for bank it or burn it. But as I said, we're down to two. It could be down to one if, if you know, depending on how you perform here. But for those of you that are joining us for the first time, first and foremost, welcome. Uh thank you for joining us. But I'll just run through the rules quickly. I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock here. You are going to try and answer all five questions in each of the five rounds before the 15 seconds runs out. I'll read out each of the questions. You will shout bank it if you think that the scenario is going to happen. Or if you you shout burn it if you think the scenario won't happen. Um, the fixtures once again are the five fixtures we've just discussed. So it's Newcastle versus Man City, Burnley versus Leeds, Southampton versus Fulham. We got Brighton versus West Ham and it ends off with Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. Uh, are you ready for me to read out the questions? At least just the five questions. So at least you, you can get your, your head around it and, and, and get loose and get ready.
2: Yeah, I'm just doing my stretches at the moment. So
0: <laughs> if you read them out,
2: I'll, um, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> awesome
0: stuff. So question A is possession 55-45 to the home team. B is over three off sides. C, under 20 clearances. D, goal from outside the box. E, point to the heavens goal celebration. We love a celebration one right at the end. How are you feeling about those questions?
2: Yeah, I think I'm good. Um, Yeah, got them.
0: Awesome. Bring it on. We are ready to go. So I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock here. We'll start off with Newcastle versus Man City. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 for the home team. Burn it. Over three offsides. Bank it. Under 20 clearances.
1: Burn it.
0: Go from outside the box. Burn it. Point to the Heavens goal celebration. Burn it. Oh, Burn it just got there in the end. Snuck it in there. (laughs) Nicely done. Okay, clearly time's not an issue for you, but we'll see how you get on for Burnley versus Leeds United. Now, obviously, Burnley versus Leeds United, we've both gone for a 2-1 Leeds United win. We'll see how that impacts your predictions in this one. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn it. Over three offsides. Bank it. Under 20 clearances. Burn it. Goal from outside the box. Bank it. Point to the heavens goal celebration. Burn it. Interesting. Who did you have in mind for that goal from outside the box? Or is that just...
2: Mm, you just have a
0: good feeling about i that have one.
2: a feeling i have a feeling of that one and also okay. in terms of pointing to the yeah bamford he doesn't do that Rafinia doesn't think do that he does yeah
0: i don't think he does interesting okay well we've got southampton versus fulham obviously southampton your now rivals team in alex Letitio's team uh how do you see, let's see what you predicted for this one. Southampton-Fulham, you predicted a 2-0 Southampton win. Let's see how that impacts your scores. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Bank it. Over three offsides.
1: sides. Bank it.
0: Under 20 clearances. Burn it. Goal from outside the box. Bank it. Point to the heavens goal celebration. Burn it. Burn it. Interesting back-to-back games or goals from outside the box. Don't even need to <laughs> wait for the clock to fin You know, we'll let the, 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 the alarm sound go off, but you were well ahead of time there. We'll mm-hmm. see if you're well ahead of time again for Brighton versus West Ham. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn it. Over three or sides. Bank it. Under 20 clearances. Burn it. Go from outside the box. Burn it. Point to the heavens goal celebration.
1: Burn
0: it. Have you gone burn it with all the point <laughs> the heaven to the heavens goal celebration? It's a bit I'm of a it's a bit of an old really... celebration, I think. Oh,
2: is it?
0: Okay, okay. We'll see <laughs> yeah. how that It's very works rare. Out.
2: It's a very rare trope.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a very rare trope. Um we'll see what you have to say about Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa, as we've said. Jack Grealish was warming up at halftime at time of recording. It may have impacted how you see the game going against Crystal Palace. Um, let's see if it has any bearing or impact on how you predict in this one. Your time starts now. Possession 55-45 to the home team. Burn it. Over three offsides. Bank it. Under 20 clearances. Burn it. Go from outside the box. Burn it point to the heavens goal celebration
1: Burnett. no <laughs> a clean
0: sweep a clean sweep of burn for point to the heavens goal celebration so listeners it's out come there back
1: now. <laughs> listeners
0: out there if you see a point to the heavens no. goal celebration in any of the first five fixtures in the premier league for this game week just know that's at least a point gone from Jodie. <laughs> you don't even need to worry which game it is because you know she's gone oh. for a clean sweep of Burns when it comes to um, point to the Heavens goal celebration. She's also almost gone for a clean sweep of Burns when it comes to possession 55-45 to the home team. It's only that Southampton game where she thinks they're going to have more possession. As I said, this was Bank It or Burn It. Thank you, Jodie, for playing along. Good luck to you. We'll see you. how you get on. Um, <laughs> maybe we should carry on the good luck here and say good luck to your team, you're a Spurs fan, Jody, and then next on our list of games, it's Tottenham versus Wolves. Obviously, Tottenham had that really heartbreaking loss to Leeds last week. Um, mm-hmm. I know you were quite disappointed with uh, with that result and 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 the way the team went about that. How do you see them tackling a Wolves side? Obviously, this is a game you know at home uh, against a Wolves side that have been shaky this season.
2: I'm really not looking forward to this one. Um, I was getting excited to watch Spurs again after our win against Sheffield. But as you say, that match against Leeds has turned me right off them again, which isn't hard to do these days. Um, We have a real problem with our defence. And apart from Hojbjerg, who's pretty much played every single match this year, are really struggling to get a consistent midfield. I'm struggling to understand why Ndombele hasn't been starting for some of our crucial matches where I think he could have made a real difference. Considering the way that Wolves have been playing this season, like you say, we should be super confident going into this match, but Spurs have been all over the place, and as I said, I just don't trust our defence. I think if Jimenez hadn't been injured at the start of the season, Wolves would be sitting much higher on the table, but I think the team has struggled to pick things up in his absence, which is a bit of a shame for them. I'm really not confident about this. Uh, It's so hard to predict um, a match like this with the team being in such a weird place at the moment. To be honest I think anything could happen in this match um I want to be confident and say we'll easily take this one but I think it's going to be another frustrating one for us Ndombele scored our um, scored our only goal last time we played these guys back in December Kane's been super absent lately Deli Ali impressed me slightly against Leeds so maybe we'll see some more good things from him if he gets a start um I think it's going to be a struggle but I want to be positive, so I'm gonna win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a two one win to Spurs. I'm really hoping for a miracle with this one, too. <laughs> please, Spurs, please, just yeah, do something good.
0: Two <laughs> one win for Spurs and Spurs. You you heard the the cries from 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 Jody here. Just get the job done.
1: Yeah, for, from a Spurs
0: perspe- perspective, <laughs> you know, from a Wolves perspective, they obviously the injury not just to Jimenez, but I think also to Pedro. Who was looking really yeah. impressive this season? Yeah, I think true. that was that was a, a disappointing one for them. I think for him as well, with aspirations of getting into the Euro squad. Um, look, they've they've, they've got a, a whole host of injuries. I'm looking at the Johnny injury, you know, that knee injury, not so great as well. Spurs should, and I suppose <laughs> that's the theme. What <laughs> the Spurs this season is they should. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in a position to say Spurs will at this no. point in time. It's more Spurs I don't think anyone should. Is. <laughs> um, yeah, Spurs should be winning this one, and because it's a Spurs should, I'm gonna go with the one-one. I'm yeah. gonna go with the one-one, just because that's what I've seen from Spurs this season. Um, and unfortunately yeah. for them, it's 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 possibly something that then derails a potential challenge to try and go for a european spot for next season what we'll see Mm. what that entails from there but jody i'm pretty sure you're going to be watching this game regardless whether it is with you know between the fingers with your with your hands covering your face (laughs) or just watching it full on you're going to be watching this one right
2: i'll be watching i'll be watching
0: (laughs) and if you the listeners want to be watching this game as well i highly recommend that you link up with our presenting sponsors liberty shield that's liberty shield um they're a vpn provider and you can check out all of their services at libertyshield.com. they've got awesome vpn packages as well as i said helps you out if you want to you know when it comes to privacy and security especially in this day and age with you know internet security and privacy issues you can hide your ip address from spies and hackers by just you know encrypting your internet traffic it also allows you to unblock websites you know um we've seen it it, it was a big topic when it came to the super league where you know the likes of sky opened up um all of their you know content when it came to that topic And then a week later, when it came to other content, they (laughs) geo-locked all of their videos. Well, if you want to avoid (laughs) geo-locks or government-imposed restrictions to access to any websites, hook up with Liberty Shield. They they will help you out. And we on this podcast can help you out as well by getting you a 20% discount. How awesome is that? You can just use the coupon code EPLVPN once again to save 20% You can use the coupon code EPLVPN and as I said, check out our sponsors, Liberty Shield. Let them know that you heard about them from us. Um, That goes a long way with them and also you can check out EPLindex.com. They're a presenting sponsor as well in association with Liberty Shield. We will move on to the game that follows this one. It's West Brom versus Liverpool. And as we said, Liverpool will be playing later tonight at time of recording. So we don't know what that score in that Man United game is as we record this podcast. But I can tell you something, Jody. if Liverpool have won that game against Man United, they're back in the top four title race, (laughs) you know, and I call it a title race in inverted commas because... For Liverpool, this this is kind of win or bust. They have to treat it like a title race. They have yeah. to go and win every single remaining game to stand a chance to make top four. And, you know, you can mock that if you like because this is a team that are defending champions and they're fighting for a inverted mm-hmm. commas title of getting into the top four. They should be doing a lot better than this. I know they've had the injuries, but looking at some of the results they've had, I don't think the injuries were the reasons they were losing those games or drawing Mm. those games. They come up against the West Brom side. We've mentioned West Brom have been relegated at this point in time. Maybe they can play with freedom. And I'll leave it at this. We mentioned what Spurs should, what they should have done many a time. (laughs) I hold Liverpool in that same regard in terms of what they should have done, what they should have done this season. And I say, if Liverpool have beaten Man United in that game on Thursday night, it would be par for course for the season for them to go and either draw or lose this game against West Brom after all the hard work that had been done (laughs) against Man United, the good feel, coming into this West Brom game. I'm going to go early on with my score. I'm going to go with the 1-1 in this one.
2: Okay, yeah. I mean, as you say, on paper, this should be a really easy win for Liverpool. Um, And as you also say, West Brom are now relegated um, and have been massively struggling this season. But I know you're like me and just don't trust the team this season, especially without Van Dijk and some of the other key players. Um, I think both Liverpool and Spurs have been struggling against teams in matches that we really should be winning, which makes matches like this also nerve-wracking um and i and i know West Brom beat you guys in the FA Cup so there's also that as well um even though liverpool have been undefeated in their most recent matches i think they've been struggling quite a bit in terms of finishing and it's been really frustrating to watch that game against newcastle was particularly stressful to watch um as i they could have scored so many more goals in that but we're having a tough time just putting it in the net seems that like liverpool picked it up a bit though um now
0: yeah from the from yeah it seems like liverpool have picked it up
2: and they have this one this one to win um to remain in the top four race as you say depending on what happens in the match against manu tonight they could be going all guns blazing so i'm actually going to call a three nil win to liverpool hopefully they've addressed some of their finishing issues and this will be an easy win for them so yeah we'll see what happens
0: (laughs) it should be an interesting one and we will see what happens in that one um and your score again, sorry, Jody. I'm
2: going to say three 0
0: Three nil. Depending on what wow. happens
2: tonight, depending on what yeah, happens it, tonight, it 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 all it, is comes down to that.
0: It, yeah. it does depend. It it's 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 a massive game, and whether or not because they could be coming into this game limping, you know, and and not have the motivation to try and get uh, three goals, or they could be coming yeah. to game thinking we got to go and smash these guys because goal difference exactly. could be a factor. And yeah. that three one three no score sorry that you mentioned could be key, and if this comes down to goal difference, which is still a possibility, um, you know it's come down to goal difference virtually in or Burnet, so mm. it could come down in the Premier League as well. Jody, this week we end it with Everton versus Sheffield United. And as I said, Everton versus oh Aston Villa versus Everton is currently going on. As at time of recording, it's sixty three minutes in. It's currently nil nil. And for the Jack Grealish watch, they keep panning the camera to Jack Grealish like, are they going to bring him on or not? (laughs) He still hasn't come on yet. But we're focusing on Everton side of things for this one. It's Everton versus Sheffield United. Now, Everton could be coming, you know, depending on how this result goes against Aston Villa, they could be coming into this game also trying to get into a European spot or just trying to finish as high as they can for the season, surely. You know, uh, they've had a patchy spell, two wins in their last five games, but they're coming up against a Sheffield United side who won win in their last five. and, And it's kind of been the theme for them this season in terms of just maybe getting a win every now and then, but a lot of losses in and around that. Are you giving Sheffield United anything in this one?
2: Yeah, it's not been a very fun season for them at all, has it? Um, They were lucky to scrape a win against Brighton a few weeks ago, but other than that, it's not been looking good for them at all. Everton have had a decent season, although they haven't showed up as much as I thought they would when the season kicked off. Um, I know they were struggling quite a bit without DCL, but Richarlison really stepped up in his absence. Um, Calvert-Lewin's back now, and it was really nice to see a goal from him against West Ham last weekend. Um, I don't think this will be a very fun match for Sheffield at all. They struggled massively against us a couple of weeks ago and Everton have been playing some pretty solid ball lately. Um, They'll be looking for that Europa League spot um, depending on what happens tonight and I just think there'll be too much of a threat against Sheffield. I don't think this will be a fun one for Sheffield and I'm going to call a 1-0 win to Everton.
0: A 1-0 win to Everton and and that will be music to the ears of Everton fans and and also music to especially to my ears on personal level I, I do enjoy the fact you you've got all these nicknames for these players you've got DCL <laughs> there um is it Paddy B as well yeah for Patrick Patty Bamford <laughs> as well um that, that's always good find Who, who's the other one
2: Engzy. oh that's yeah <laughs> Danny, Ings. That's a good
0: one. Danny yeah. Ings you got Engzy there um yeah for me for for this game I, I think it's going to be an Everton win um obviously it it's 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 an age old thing to say, you know, the Sheffield United of last season maybe would have caused them problems, but I don't think they do in this game. I'm gonna go with the 2-0 uh Everton win to end off the weekend. Um yeah, and and, and that should be a fun, interesting round of fixtures. And then it comes slap back midweek as well. They're gonna start the game week again then and, and we will obviously be here i don't think you will be here jody unfortunately but we will be here as a podcast for the next round of fixtures as well um but that's gonna do it for another episode of a tad predictable jody do you have anything you want to plug put over promote before we wrap up
2: uh just the fact you can catch me and all my spurs related commentary on twitter at spursy141
0: awesome stuff yep that's at spursy141 uh from my end go ahead and check out all the content on eplindex.com as i said they are one of our presenting sponsors they have they, they cover everything premier league their um their match previews post-match reviews player performances all of the news you could wish for um Of course, there is the daily podcast show. That's the two-footed podcast with Dave Hendrick. Finally, you can also check out our flagship show that runs weekly, the EPL Roundtable, where Kev DeVries sits down with panelists from respective EPL teams. They do reviewings, previewings, all of the happenings, and then discuss all the hot topics in the Premier League uh, for that week. Uh, You can follow this show on the Twitter account at atadpredictable. You can follow at EPL Index as well on Twitter. Subscribe to the EPL Index podcast channel. Guys, go and give five stars. Write positive comments if you are so inclined. That stuff goes a really long way for us and helps us out. It's really cool. For those of you that have done it, we thank you for that. Um, from my end as well, I've been to the Chinakira. You can find me on Twitter at Tad Predicts. And that has all of the things that I'm involved in, whether it is Liverpool-related, epl related, epl related as well in terms of english premier league and there's some wrestling stuff as well that i've been involved in lately which has been fun um the lovely lady that does our guest intros and she was our guest today jody mckenness thank you for coming on as she said guys go check her out at spursy 141 um and then i'm sure she would also are, are you still not giving your private fantasy tips Um, we know you're doing well in fantasy how's that going
2: no i mean i i actually like giving a shout out to the crowds to try and get their feedback in terms of what i need to do so it sort of goes both ways i don't really give my tips out i rather than i rather get get people to give me some advice on what i should do
0: (laughs) (laughs) sort of run polls and stuff so so if if you you guys have got some thoughts on you know where you think that she should be invested in her fantasy money and as i said she has done really, really well this season. She's one of the top people in the world of fantasy league. So go and check out and engage with her when it comes to that, engage with her when it comes to Spurs games. I know she's always tweeting when they're playing and all the other Premier League games, she's watching majority of the Premier League games, if not all the Premier League games. And she is a really good follow on Twitter. Um, Our producer behind the glass, Guy Drinkle, AKA Conor McGregor. He's (laughs) at Guy Drinkle on Twitter. And remember, Chasinga Perry, Chinoshura.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.